Morning, bitches! It's TikTok Bubby, also known as S.J. Mendelssohn, also known as Ma Kitty, also known as Sandy Mendelssohn from way back in Brooklyn. And I, I really wanted to talk about, which is really important for me, my subject today is a woman's body is her own. My cat, Lulabel. She's a woman, she's a woman. Well, she's still a girl. Lulabel, Lulabel's a virgin. <laughs> you stay that way, honey. All right. Okay, so one of the things that spurred me is a very famous person who shall remain nameless passed away in the last few days. He had a big influence on the comedians and comedy world and so forth and created this amazing place for them to perform. The thing that I found offensive about him was when I was very, very young and very poor, I've always been very poor except the last few days. I have enough money. I have food on the table. I have a roof over my head. How he interviewed me to be a waitress at his club was to massage my boobs. That's right. He grabbed my boobs. And okay, yes, I do have nice boobs. I still do at 75. I've got big boobs, all right? And I allowed him to do that. I should have slapped his face. I didn't because I needed the job. I needed the job. I allowed men to use and abuse me over the years because I was broke and I needed a job. So I want to talk about my journey and the fact that my body is my own. And you can't touch it unless I tell you to or ask you to. That's the good thing. And this started happening to me because what I was considered... I was a late bloomer in the 1960s. So I didn't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. Although, however, just a sidebar note is that when I was, and I was very cute little curly headed girl at six or seven, when we moved back to Brooklyn, I was kidnapped by an old, old man who looked like a grandfather my mother gave me a dime to go across the street to get an ice cream. Mother always said, Sandra, when you cross the street, ask someone to help you cross the street. So I asked this man to help me cross the street. He said, you want to go home with me? And I said, okay. I don't know what I was thinking. I was six or seven. What was my part? Going along with him? And... For a very, 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 very long time, I was in his apartment. It was right across, around the corner from our apartment, okay? And I remember sitting on his lap. I don't remember anything else. But when he finally let me go, the reason he let me go, I was singing and dancing, and he, I promised I would come back. So when I left the apartment, I decided I knew my mother was going to be very upset because I wasn't around. Where is she? Where is she gone to? 
she would, she had a very bad temper, my mother. She had one of those hair triggered tempers. So uh, instead of the way I would go back to my apartment where we lived with the family was it was on 41st Street. So I would, those of you that know Borough Park back in the day, go up to 14th Avenue and go around the corner to 40th Street. But it said instead, I went down to 15th Avenue and someone said, where have you been? Everybody's looking for you in the neighborhood. Where have you been? Where have you been? So instead of like, when I got home, I was punished severely. Like it was my fault, right? That I was molested by some old, dirty old man, right? And that was the beginning of my body is not my own. And everything changed for me at that point. I saw everything from a different point of view, you know, from a sexual point of view is at a very young age, when you're molested, when you're young, it lives in your brain and you see everything of of value. Your value is your sexuality. doesn't matter how old you are, young, old, boy, girl, doesn't matter. So that's what happened to me. And as the years went on, I probably didn't want my body to mature because I was afraid. Then we finally moved to an apartment on East 7th between Avenue C and Cotelia Road. We had our own apartment. Mother was thrilled. She wasn't living with our grandparents anymore, although I still wanted to live with my grandparents, but she wouldn't allow it. So there was a, a, a building manager. This is my second experience with being molested. He had me come down to his office and molested me. And told me if I told my mother, he would kick us out. So, of course, I didn't tell my mother. You know, she would have killed him. She had that kind of a temper. And I didn't want us to get kicked out of our apartment. But I never went to see him anymore. I was too scared. If I saw him, I still remember his name, Abe Morrow. Oh, my God, his name just, his family owned the building we lived in. His name just came up to me all of a sudden out of the blue. Oh, my God. Wow, that's amazing to me. Wow. Anyway, so I would avoid him. I would if I saw him, I would go around the back way of the apartments. Or if I saw him, I would go, you know, I would wait in the candy store on the corner until until he, you know, was not around anymore. Finally. He was no longer the manager of the building. But, you know, I was sexualized at a very young age. So that's the way I thought in sexual terms. If I look at my diary from back in that, back in those days, I still have my diary. I drew very sexual pictures, you know, always. A child drawing sexual pictures usually means there's some sort of salt, salt, salt in your food sort of molestation. I'm drinking my morning bitches coffee out of my morning bitches cup. Okay. So then basically what happened was I didn't mature until later, which was a good thing for me in a way. I didn't, I got my period when I was 15 and a half, 16. So I didn't develop a figure. I didn't have boobs. I didn't have anything. And so probably I felt, I felt less than because of that. But now that I look back on it, I am grateful that I did not have a figure. 
you know, until I, my late teens. But then all of a sudden, I discover I've got this incredible figure and I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what to do about it. So what is what do you do when you've been praying for this great figure and you sexualized when, you know, when you were a little girl? You flaunt it. So I used to flaunt my figure, you know, and all of a sudden men were interested in me, boys, men. I'd walk around with cute little shorts, cute little tops, and so forth and so on. And I was, wow, I just am thinking about, you know, how I wasn't advised by making out with boys and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't really advised by my mother because she had a different life. She, When she grew up, she got her period when she was 11 years old. Well, honey, I didn't get mine until 15 and a half, 16, so... You know, she couldn't help me with that or explain it to me. I remember there were these old books back in the day uh, called Now You Are 10. Mother calls me into the bedroom and goes, Sandra, here's the book. Now You Are 10. I'm looking at the book going, okay, um, I, what does this mean? Well, you're going to get a period. And as a result of a period, your your body's going to shed blood. Ever, I still didn't get it, you know, and then it'll prepare you to have a baby. Well, okay. So I didn't get it until I was basically 16. And that's when my whole world changed. And in those days, <laughs> I don't think we had pads, Modes, Kotex. And you had to wear these like little belts and wrap the thing in a belt to hold on to, you know, the Kotex and the Modes. That's what it was. Text, get the coat, get the coat. Text was a joke, you know, <laughs> in school. So, wow, I'm just thinking about, you know, growing up, finally having a body and not realizing that I finally have a body. Now, who am I? Am I by, am, am, am I my body, my art, my intelligence? Who am I and what am I? So, of course, I went to college from high school, got a boyfriend right away, um, and, you know, got married to this guy. Of course, now I was a virgin until I got married, believe it or not. And sex with him, and I've talked about this before, was not any great shake, so to speak. But I didn't know what sex was. I didn't, I didn't have any idea. I would ask my mother, tell me about sex. Don't you have friends? You know, don't you have friends who could tell you, no, mother, I'm asking you, you're my mother. Tell me about it. And so she wasn't a help. So I'd ask different friends and so forth, my best friend. And anyway, so I was a virgin. God bless me. That's one of, advice, one of the advice I could give to somebody today. Don't be a virgin when you're hooking up, when you're getting married. Don't be one. You've got to find out if you're compatible in that area. We were not compatible in that area at all, as I've shared before on TikTok. That he used to make me spray feminine deodorants, hygiene spray on my hoo because he didn't like the smell of it. What is that going to tell you? Nobody else has been there but him. You don't like the smell of it? Nobody's been there but you. Hello? 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 Hello! My cats are fighting.
Kitty cats. Oh, kitty cats. Anyway, we're talking here. Oh, my God. This is just like I want to continue this. And my cats are fighting or loving or playing or whatever the heck they're doing with each other. <laughs> anyway, so um, that was terrible. So I left him because I left him because I wanted to see what was out in the world. And I felt like if I was married to him, I couldn't sleep with other people. And so I went on an adventure. The adventure took me through to some really down parts of my life because I was always looking for that orgasm. Where is that orgasm? Where is it? Obviously, I know what an orgasm is. You know, I'd had them. I'd given myself self-pleasure. But where is that orgasm? Where the hell is it? With a man, I don't know. Was something wrong with me? Was I frigid? Was I frozen? No, I was not. It's just the men I'd been with didn't know how, you know, whatever that stupid G-spot is. That's baloney, okay? I'm just telling you that. That's baloney. If anybody tells you there's a G-spot, there ain't no G-spot, honey. <laughs> so I went looking for that. Looking, It's like looking for Mr. Goodball. Thank God I didn't find him. And, uh, you know, just discovering my own body. But then I got into show business again. And men started to um, molest me. All right, okay. Let me, let me say that I allowed men to molest me. I could have said, no, don't touch my boobs. Another thing is I didn't wear a bra. That was a mistake. In the 70s, I did not, we didn't wear bras. So I allowed them to touch my boobs. Is that, I think back to myself, what was I thinking? Right? But I have to forgive myself because... Wow, you know, I just have to forgive myself because I was sexualized from such a young age. I saw everything from a sexual point of view. I'm only valuable because of my sex, because I've got a great body, because that's all I'm, that is all I am valuable for. That's it. But that's just not true. It took me many years to find out that that just wasn't true. Many, many years, so many years, like probably I think until my 50s and I'm 75, believe it or not, even my 40s to say, my body is my own. You can't touch my body. Leave your hands off of my body. But I didn't know how to say that to anybody. I didn't know how to say, don't touch me. Don't touch my boobs. If I decide I don't want to wear a bra, don't touch my boobs. If I'm wearing a short skirt, don't put your hand under my skirt. If I'm wearing short shorts, don't put your hand on my butt. You know, I feel like maybe I was inviting trouble. You know, maybe that's what happened to me, that I didn't value myself for my brain, my intelligence. And I had to learn that the hard way, the long way was very difficult for me. The process was very long that I wasn't a sexual object. I'm an intelligent, brilliant woman and fucking funny. I am funny like you just can't believe. If you don't know that by now, why don't you watch my TikTok so you can see what I'm all about? And that's right. So now 
I am in a uh, successful marriage for the last 20 years. It's not perfect. Believe me, the sex is not perfect, okay? But we're great companions for each other. You know, great companions. And he values me. Yes, he likes my looks, okay? But he values me for me and not for my body, which I still have, except for my fat stomach. I'll always have, (laughs) you know, some people have big boobs and flat stomachs. Some people have big boobs and fat stomachs. I've got the fat stomach and no ass. Our family has no ass. So (laughs) anyway, oh God. So I just wanted to share some of my stories about being molested and allowing people to molest me because I was sexualized as a child. I have to forgive myself. I really have to forgive myself again and again because when you are molested or sexualized as a child, you look at things, you were innocent before. Before that happened to me, I was an innocent child. I saw things with you know, Shirley Temple world, lollipops, roses. But after that, you don't see anything like that anymore. You see, oh, somebody wants me because I'm cute and adorable. And somebody wants me because I'm sexual or they can get sex from me or something. So I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening because this is an important thing to talk about for me and just, you know, say that I'm, I'm not alone. If you're a male or a female and it's happened to you, you are not alone. I am here. I'm here on TikTok. I'm here on my Morning Bitches podcast. I'm here for you. So please, 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 please be safe, be yourself and value yourself for who you are. And it doesn't have to be a sexual thing. You know, it does not have to be that. It can be who you are as an intelligent person. And, you know, after I was molested in lots of situations, you know what I did? I put a gigantic dress on myself so no one could see my body anymore. Huge, long skirts, gigantic sweatshirts and sweaters. And it really helped me It really helped me, you know, get to the place where I was not my body anymore. I am not my body. You are not your body. Okay. So don't people think, don't think that you are your body because you are not your body. You are you, your intelligence, you're smart, you're savvy, you know, you You can just be yourself. And it's interesting. One of the last situations I was in and somebody was sharing about this. Oh, I wish it was the early 2000s when people could just slap each other's ass and we would laugh about it and everything. Really. If if that's what the year 2000 meant to you people, some of you, forget it. Because you know what? It doesn't mean that. It means that this is a different, a Me Too generation, you know, where people are on trial now for thinking because maybe they're really successful. Maybe they run a studio. 
you know, that they could do what they want to do to other people. So I, I just had to like talk about this today because it's on my mind. That if someone has power over you and you allow them to have that power over you and you don't set the boundaries, which is a very important part of life, the boundaries and people's, you know, respect, you can't touch me. I didn't ask you to touch me. I didn't even ask you to kiss me. You know, don't even come near me. You know, just because maybe you run a studio what does that mean? That I have to sleep with you to get a job? Honey, I'm 75 fucking years old. I don't have to sleep with anybody to get a job anymore. I create my own thing. And that's what I've done. I've created my own thing. I've created me. Me is this person that speaks her mind to you, to everybody, you know, to speak about my truth is one of the most important things for me to share in this world. Very important. That's right. You can't touch me. You can't interview me by fondling my breasts. You can't slap my ass. You can't stick your tongue down my throat because you want to kiss me. You can't grab me like that. That's unacceptable to me. You hear me? That is unacceptable behavior. So don't tell me how cute I am unless I ask you. All right. I know I'm cute. I'm old, but I am still cute. So that's all I wanted to say to all of you. You all mean the fucking world to me that I could share this on my Morning Bitches podcast. And if anybody's going through any turmoil where they're struggling to get out of a situation, or somebody's offended them, or somebody's molested them, well, I'm for you. I am for you. So be there, be square, and don't forget, if no one told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. Reach out to me anytime. God bless you, and have a fabulous Tuesday.